we didn't look when I was coming up in the nineties, we didn't have fancy words like Asian, a white Asian. You were, you were either a, uh, you were either a slanty eyed white guy or a roundhouse yellow. Okay. Okay, guys, you, you, we, 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 we didn't, no one, no one had a category for like a blend. You were either one or the other. You were just not a white and you were not an Asian. You were in, you were one of these things, right? So I grew, I grew up thinking that, you know, hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. I'm not, I'm not a white guy. I don't identify as a white guy, but I'm also, I know I'm not a yellow Filipino guy. I'm not, I'm not Filipino, right? So I would always adjust myself to depending on what a person thought I was, you know? So sometimes I'd have somebody come up to me and be like, Hey man, like I have a fucking Italian guy. Hey man, are, are you an Italian? And I'm like, Hey, yo, I'm a Calabrese. I'm a, I'm a gabagool. And he's like, what the fuck? Welcome to the best things in life podcast with Kevin Amoki. Welcome to another episode of the Best Things in Life podcast with me, Kevin Amoki. This is my podcast. If this is your first time checking out the pod, the way that this podcast works is that I determine the best thing in any given subject. Today, I'm talking about the best Asian car brand, you know, Uh, but tomorrow I could be talking about the best American car brand. But since I'm recording my podcast from a 2009 Ford Mustang, I think we already know what the answer to that is. You know, if you made it this far, guys, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share, uh, help grow the pod if you can. You know, if you do end up buying one of these vehicles, I suggest, don't forget to comment and let me know which one uh, you got. That way I can know if you truly do have the best or if you're simply uh, made the biggest mistake in your life. You know, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much how this podcast works. I pick random subjects. I decide which, uh, is the best that way. Uh, you know, you, you don't have to waste your time doing it like I do, you know, uh, another thing too, guys, uh, if you guys are watching this on the YouTubes, you may notice that I'm wearing the exact same thing as the last pod. Uh, and that is because I have decided to do a double double, a bang bang, a back to back podcast. Uh, in terms of my recordings, uh, I am going to start stockpiling. I think uh, because I do want the podcast to go weekly. Right now, the podcasts are every other Monday. But guess what? We want to do every Monday, you know, so that you guys can start your week off a okay, you know. So. Yeah, I, I think this. Uh, I got one in the can, and I got this other one, and I think we're gonna start doing weekly, you know. And I don't know how long. Again, guys, I've been doing this for I think almost two years. You know, I enjoy it. I'm getting better at it every day. I think we're about seventy, seventy-five episodes in. We're, I'm gonna be completely honest. We're gonna work out all the kinks all the way up to I think 
By the time I get to 100, this thing is going to be a piece de resistance, you know? But yeah, guys, um, you know, today I want to be talking about Asian car brands, uh, primarily because I think my next car is going to be a, I was going to say foreign, but at this point, almost everything is foreign. But I think, I think my next car is going to be Asian. Uh, <laughs> that's the weird fucking thing. I think my next car is going to be a four car door. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, for those that don't know, guys, I'm going to be, I got, I guess, cause you know, the, the raunchiness of this pod might rub people the wrong way. I, I am actually half Filipino and half Hungarian. Okay. So I'm a half Eastern European and a half Asian folk. In fact, I did a 23 and me and I'm actually 51% Asian. So I can make all the Ching Chong. No, I'm joking. I can't do Chinese jokes, but I can do Filipino jokes. I can make all the Mabuhay lechon jokes I want to. Okay. You put putang anymore. Okay. You, you pancit motherfuckers. Okay. You think you can come here to Canada? You pancit motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, listen, man. I grew up in the 90s where you could say whatever the fuck you want. Not only that, but I grew up thinking I was the only one of my kind, a, a, a European Asian mutt, right? We didn't look when I was coming up in the nineties, we didn't have fancy words like Asian, a white Asian. You were, you were either a, uh, you were either a slanty eyed white guy or a roundhouse yellow. Okay. Okay, guys, you, you, we, 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 we didn't, no one, no one had a category for like a blend. You were either one or the other. You were just not a white and you were not an Asian. You were in, you were one of these things, right? So I grew, I grew up thinking that, you know, hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. I'm not, I'm not a white guy. I don't identify as a white guy, but I'm also, I know I'm not a yellow Filipino guy. I'm not, I'm not Filipino, right? So I would always adjust myself to depending on what a person thought I was, you know? So sometimes I'd have somebody come up to me and be like, Hey man, like I have a fucking Italian guy. Hey man, are, are you an Italian? And I'm like, Hey, yo, I'm a Calabrese. I'm a, I'm a Gabagool. And he's like, what the fuck? You know? Or, you know, I, I remember one time the guy was like, uh, Hey man, are you native American? And now he was native. And I was like, Ooh, be careful now. Be careful now. And I was like, yeah, yeah, brother. I am, I am of the Métis clan. Me, my, my mother, I, I just learned Native American history. And I was like, my mother was a French woman. My father was, I forget what, I forget what tribe, right? You know, so I always, I always camouflaged, chameleoned my way into whatever the, per like the other day, someone was like, hey man, are you Japanese? Cause he said, my name is Homoki. And he was like, are you Japanese? And I'm like, hey, hey. I am from Yagamoto Castle in Japan. And now I am in Canada, you know? And then that's when I pulled my eyes. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm telling you, man, walking these fine fucking lines is the best thing ever. You know, because everybody's so fucking, everybody's so freaking tied up into, into their lines of right and wrong when it's all shades of fucking gray. 
you know, go fuck you with all your like, you can't say that anymore. I can and I will and I'll live with the consequences. Okay. I'll live with the consequences because at the end of the day, every single thing I say, whether it's on this pod or even if in, in, you know, I know I know how to act in public, but even if I say it, whatever, it's always going to be a place. It's always going to come from a, from, from, from a point of a joke or, or, or a jest or whatever. And you may get hurt. You may get offended, but because that was never my intentional uh, intent, because that's not what I started out. You know, then, then, then that's how it is. That's how it is. You're allowed to feel the way you are. And I'm allowed to say the things I want to say. And those two things can absolutely exist at the same time. You know, if I say, fuck you, you slanty eyed yellow, right? Is it racist? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, what happens is, is that you can react the way you want to, and I can react the way I want to. We both can do those things, and we don't have to force each other to not be racist. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know. I just, I, 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 I it, 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 people are putting way much fucking effort or way too much attention on things that don't matter. Okay. You know what matters? Getting a reasonably priced fucking Asian automobile. Okay, because I recently going to give you guys a little update on my life. I recently had to repair my 2009 Ford Mustang. You know, now is the Ford Mustang a completely paid off vehicle? And do I enjoy the fruits of its labor? Absolutely. You know, I bought this car when I think I was 25, 26. I forget what it was, but. Was it did I buy this car when I was 25? No, I think it was 20. Sorry, not 25. I think I bought it when I was 29. 20. Anyways, I've had this car for almost like five years, right? Paid it off in like three and a half, right? I bought it, you know, back in the day when I was just a lowly old security guard and was like, I need a little excitement in my life. I need a little American. Now, the thing is, my first car ever, my first car ever was a 1999 British Green BMW 323i, you know? Four door. Now, the reason why I had that car was because up until that point, this I think it was like 21, 22 or whatever. But uh, I remember I was doing improv back in the day and there were a couple of ladies, a couple of ladies that were like, hey, we're going to be going to Chicago to do improv classes. Kevin, you have a car. Do you want to drive us down there? Now, me not having a car or the funds to even afford one said absolutely i have a car let's go there and they're like oh does it have four seats i'm like not only does it have four seats it's very fast and very expensive without even going into the details right so so i basically you know painted myself now at that time my dad had an infinity g35 so that was kind of the car i was alluding to Right. But that was obviously his car. And I drove it. I drove daddy's car on the weekends. Right. So I couldn't take that car to a week to Chicago. Right. So I had to get my own. So at the time I was looking at cars, this was like in the early 2010 ish or whatever. And I was like, okay, well, what cars do I like? That's four doors and it's cool. Now at the time, you know, the Mitsubishi Lancers were pretty cool because Fast and the Furious was out. Uh, the new Dodge Chargers were out because they were cool, but they were expensive. 
And then there were BMWs, Beamers. I saw all the little rich yuppie kids have Beamers. Now, the thing is, is that for those that don't know, is that Beamers are expensive, even when they're fucking old, even when, you know, whatever. So I I, I test drove a couple of them. And finally, uh, you know, I got hooked up with a mechanic and he said, yeah, dude, B- BMW is a great car. It's a great car. And dude, it rides. It can. It was a 99. It was already at that time, I think a 10 year, 10, almost 12 year old car, but it was amazing. You know, so I bought the car, went to Chicago with the ladies, did a little improv, drove back, amazing vehicle, you know, drove for like a year or so, you know, and then, uh, um, yeah, dude, I remember near the end of that car, I was happy with it. And then things started to go first. It was the brakes. Each one needed to be done. Each one cost $300 because each one had to be shipped from Bavaria, Germany, right? And then things started to go, like the belts and the pulleys and the electronics. Next thing I know is that this car completely dies on me, and I got to, you know, I in order to repair it would be more than the car is worth. So I ended up having to sell it, you know, for 500 bucks, you know. So within a year, that car went, I think I bought it for five grand. It went for 500 bucks, you know, and I ended up taking public transit for about a year and a half, you know, which was a rough time in my life, you know, and then I finally decided, okay, well, you know what? I'm never, I'm not doing German. I just don't have the money. I don't have the, I don't have the, uh, the funds to defeat a German car, right? What's my next car? Well, again, because I just watched Fast and the Furious, I loved American Muscle. Vin Diesel and American Muscle. And not only that, I grew up watching a lot of guys in muscle cars, like Gone in 60 Seconds with with, uh, Nick Cage, uh, Bullet with Steve McQueen, John Wick, right, in his Mustang. So the Mustang was ingrained in me, and I fell in love, but I've always loved the Mustang, the American Mustang. I think of all the muscle cars, it's the one that's, you know, been around the longest, proven track record, just the epitome of of of, of 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 there are muscle cars that I would say are more beautiful. There are muscle cars that are are more powerful, but the Mustang just represents that piece of that area the best, right? Yeah. You know, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna get a Mustang. Now the thing is, originally, I wanted a V8, a good old American V8, but I was working a security job, you know. I didn't have that much money. I was a you know low funds kind of guy, right? And you know the gas was an issue. Always will be. Always has been. So I I, I searched. I scoured. And you know I, I didn't want to buy a, a yellow Mustang. I wanted a nice black Mustang. Maybe silver. I was open to silver as well. But I finally shopped around. Found one like two hours away from Toronto. Drove up there. The guy said, hey, get in this car. I drove around. Now, this thing had a, the Mustang that I had or have, I'm in right now recording from my podcast, uh, came with like an exhaust tip that was installed. The, the, the previous customer had already done like certain things, like installed like a backup sensor. And he actually took care of this, whoever, whoever it was. I'm going to assume it was a man because... I don't know why I'm going to assume that. But anyways, the previous owner really took care of this vehicle and did a little nice work. And I remember getting to it, driving it and fell in love with it immediately. So I said, fuck it, let's do it. So I bought this car 
I think it was 29, you know, so fucking happy with it. And over time, I've babied this car. I've taken care of her, oil changes, uh, you know, got the weather mats. I got, you know, winter tires. I take care of her, right? But literally a couple days ago, the first week of December, or sorry, January of the year 2023, um, uh, she died on me. My car did not start, would not start. Took it into the good old Ford dealership because I've built a relationship with them. They, they've always done good work, got it back to me fast. Yeah, there's a great, you know, great and all that stuff. And uh, I had to replace the, uh, I had to replace the starter. I had to replace the, uh, what's it called? The starter, the timing belt, spark plugs, something else. Long story short, two grand later, we're back in business. But after two grand later, I realized, now here's the thing. I know this car, because it's already paid off and it's almost coming up on 10, 12 years, this car's getting old, right? And listen, maintenance, it's just part of the way of life when it comes to cars. You know, but there comes a time when it's like, you know what? I just can't feed you anymore, Sally Mustang, right? So I was thinking about selling it, right? So when it came to thinking about selling, I realized, okay, you know what? If I do sell this car, if it's still a big if right now, right now it's serving the purpose. Listen, man, I must... I'm a single guy who does podcasts from a car. I don't need no four door or anything. Uh, this two this two door little beast gets me fine and anywhere, right? Um, but I think down the line in the future, I may want to upgrade uh, to a bigger vehicle, something with four doors. I I think I'm in the range of like a, a, an SUV, maybe even a pickup truck. If I do, because of my maintenance records with or my maintenance maintenance experience with vehicles like like uh, BMWs and Mustangs, I think my next vehicle has to be Asian, has to be a foreign vehicle because I they these Asian vehicles just tend to have a little bit better of a better track record when it comes to maintenance, better track record when it comes to just durability and overall. You know, do they give the same excitement as an American vehicle? Not always. Sometimes, sometimes no. You know, do they have the same performance level as a German, you know, German master? Uh, not not always. Sometimes, sometimes no, right? So I don't know. But that being said, uh, I wanted to go through 10 of the best Asian car brands out of Asia. So not necessarily, a lot of people think Japanese. It's just Japanese. But the truth is, there's a whole bunch. You can get some cars from Japan. Uh, Korea. Hold on. Do I? I think it's just Japan and Korea. Are there any? No other. I know. I know. There's brands out of like India and China, but pretty much the biggest Asian cars out of that market are going to be from Japan or South Korea, right? Surprisingly, not North Korea. Don't know why. Um, but yeah, I, wa I wanted to go through ten of the best brands, kind of give you an information about you know, uh, you know where they're from, how long the company has been around with. You know, the, a longer track record means you can use a little bit more reliability. And then I'm going to basically tell you what the options are if you're interested in getting a sports car from them, if you're interested in getting a sedan, an SUV, and even a pickup truck. Kind of give you like what the best options in from that company is. That way you can decide, and then. Yeah, figure out figure what it figure out what else, you know? So yeah, dude. Um 
fuck, what am I, what am, what am I drawing a blank on? You know, talking about these cars, talking about my car experience, you know, and not only that, guys, fuck, guys, I, I doing a back to back is rough. Like I've been taught, I, I did the last pod. I think that pod came out to like 50 minutes, you know, and then now I'm doing like another one. And this is my days. I, guys, my, my schedule has been so freaking off whack, off balance. You know, I, I, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to sleep like midnight to eight, but my body naturally wants to sleep at like three in the morning to 10. So it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like I, I'm like fighting it. And, you know, I take, I take supplements and all that stuff. Oh man, guys, you know, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to get through it. And I, and yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Fuck guys. It just, it, dude, these things sometimes take a toll on you, man. You know, I got the lights, I got the setup and all that shit. I just took a piss outside. Luckily, it's a foggy day. It's a beautifully foggy day, so nobody can really see me wearing a gray coat, you know? Oh, just got back from the bank. I went to the bank. Guys, and I don't mean to go into another rant. I know some people are like, just get to the fucking cars already. We want to know because I need to buy a car. I'm on the market and I need to know. Well, guys, I need to fill up an hour too, okay? So... (laughs) So chill out, okay? But I, I just got back from the bank because I've been trying to, you know, I have all my affairs in orders. I have everything automated. I make, you know, I make payments here and all, all that stuff. And I was setting up automatic payments for my mutual funds and all that stuff. And I, I did it the last week of December because I changed things, you know, I changed my portfolio. Anyways, the guy got it wrong, right? He entered the information because the way it appeared on the on the on the, on the bill because I, I bank with a different bank, but my mutual funds are with TD, right? You know, my everyday banking's with Tangerine, but my mutual funds are with TD because I used to be with TD, you know? But anyways, guys, the, the the important part is that this guy made a mistake, right? At the last week of December. And I've made numeral trips to the bank to get it rectified. First, I walked in. The guy said, oh, no, we need your, we need your uh, direct deposit. Okay, I'll come back. I come back. The guy's like, oh, no, we can't do this right now. The manager's not in. You can do it over the phone. Okay. So I go to, I go, I go and I call the phone. I do it over the phone. We talk and the guy's like, oh, no, we can't do it over the phone because you need to prove that you are you. And I'm like, well, I just gave you my birthday, my name, my banking information. I mean, you guys can literally ask me any question. And he's like, Oh, oh, yeah, but we can't tell. Then I'm like, why the fuck? Why the fuck did one of your guys tell me to do it over the phone if you needed to see see me in person? And why the fuck is that such a... If I'm giving you all the fucking numbers and the, and all the information that you need to prove that... Like, I, I, I understand over the phone scammers. I get it, right? But, uh, so anyways... I bit my tongue and went into the bank again on my off day yesterday or whatever. I go in, go wait in the line. You know, they're all taking their sweet ass time. A lot of old people because old people don't know how to use fucking online, which whatever, whatever we'll live with, we'll live with. But I'm in line, finally get to the teller. Hey, listen, there was a clerical issue and I need it fixed up. Do you have anybody that can do it? Oh, no, we can't. We need a. we need the 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 fucking we they have a guy that deals with just mutual fund people 
I'm like, okay, well, when can I talk to him? Not today, but come back tomorrow at noon. So here we go. So already I've invested three, four days back and forth, you know, using my sweet ass time off, you know, work. I finally go in, right? Just a couple hours ago, right? I go in, I tell them, hey, listen, this is my banking information. This is what you guys were supposed to do. Didn't go through. Can you guys fix it? And the guy's like, oh, oh, we actually need the guy that you. I'm like, no, fuck no. Fuck you. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. Fuck you. I was, no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't blow up like that. But I was like, uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I know where the clerical issue is. You guys got, got the transit number and the institution number mixed up. All I need you to do, Patel, <laughs> all I need you to do is change the number. And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I got to go talk to my Bob. I'm like, it's a simple fucking clerical issue that you could do simply with a button. So then he goes talk to his boss, comes back. Right. Then has to make a call to like, um, now, now at this point, like guys, I, I, I've never been the one to lose my cool. I've always been play it, chillax, even on the inside. If you're dying, never lose your cool. If you lose your cool, you know, you, you risk or whatever. Right. So I, I, I fucking, I fucking, I fucking give this guy, let him do his thing. He calls somebody, I think some tech support on the thing. And he's like, he's like, oh, hey, you know, this is the situation. We're trying to do this. And then and then I hear over the phone, oh, yeah, I just entered whatever. And then all of a sudden, this guy, let's just call him Patel for a second. That's not his real name, guys, but you can get the idea. But anyways, he's like, oh, you know what? I think I just picked it up. I think that the the the, the transaction, this institution number. And, I, and meanwhile, in my fucking head, I was like, I knew this, you fuck. I said that from the start, that there was a simple clerical issue and that the numbers were switched. All he had to do was switch it, you know? So anyways, he did that. We made transactions. Everything's fucking automated. And then out of the curiosity, out of my under breath, I'm just like, hey, listen, currently, you know, trying to purchase a house. You know, I'm looking to get one of these uh, first time home buyers accounts. And he's like, you know, he's like, you know, I got my mortgage broker. And then and then he's just like, well, you know, why do you have a mortgage broker? And I'm like, because I need one to buy a house. And he's like, well, you know, I I, I give, uh, you know, because we're at the bank, we give better rate. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. You're going to give me a, you're going to sell me that I should be with you after the type of service and clerical issues that you've just given me. You know, so I took his business card. Think, you know, let him think that I'm going to come back to him for business. But the truth is, is, I'm not. I have my guy. I have my team, you know, and now I just need to get the numbers together. So, guys, what I'm saying is, is that this money game can fucking drive you crazy, you know, but don't let it. Okay, sometimes you just need to get into your car and vent on a podcast after eating a full chicken. So anyways, guys, fuck my bad. My bad. I had to get, listen, guys, the truth is with this pod, I sometimes just have to get it all out so that I can give you a clear and focused 
uh, information when it comes to information time, guys. The first half of this pod is always me just losing my fucking mind. And the second half is finally giving you the value information that you really wanted to, you know. So if you survive this long, you are now going to be rewarded with the best Asian car brands, you know. So I'm going to be going through, I believe, 10 of them. How many you got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be going through ten of them. I am gonna mention because a, a lot of these Asian car brands, uh, they tend to have like um, what what you call is like their luxury line and then their regular line, but they're technically the same company, right? But I'm gonna be dividing these companies. Like for instance, Toyota and Lexus are under the same company. They're all under the Toyota company, but Lexus is its own division, own car brand. So I separated them, right? Sometimes people like to put Toyota and Lexus together, Nissan and Infiniti together. Uh, what? Who, who else is another pair? I think Kia and Hyundai are, are, are even under the same thing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be going through these companies individually, 10 of them. And at the end of the day, just like car races, there can only be one winner. If it's a tie, it's a fake race. <laughs> Anyways, guys, so I'm going to be going through 10 of them. I'm going to be going in order of how old the, the older the company is, the oldest company, because, again, usually the older the company, the more of a reliability track record, right, an age before beauty, right? And I'll tell you where their countries, you know, where, where they're originally from. So if you are particularly, oh, I like Japanese cars over Korean, so be it, whatever, right? Uh, and then I'll I'll tell you what the best model is that they currently have um, that they currently have in a particular. So, for instance, their sports line, in you know, which usually is like a two door coupe or something, you know, a little bit sportier. Uh, their sedans, which is usually a four door vehicle, right? Their SUVs, right? I pr- predominantly, I'm going to be going with the larger SUVs, not the crossovers or the small ones. I'm going to tell you, you know, a real proper sized SUV and then a truck if, if if the company offers it. Right. You know, and I'll just give you a little bit of information about the company. Right. So let us get into the first, the first Asian car brand. One of the oldest. I'm talking about Mazda. Mazda. Uh, Mazda, which is from Japan, uh, was actually founded in 1920. You know, I think originally they were like in bicycle parts and maybe motorcycles. I think even radios. You Most of these companies started out as one thing and eventually grew into an automotive company. But uh, they were founded in 1920, right? Currently, uh, they are the 22nd largest car manufacturer in the world. Now, a lot of people know Mazda's. Uh, predominantly, Mazda is one of the very few companies. I, I think it's a German company, but... Mazda is one of the very uh, uh, companies that that uses, not in all their models, but in most of their models, they have the Wankel rotary engine, right? Which is a little bit different. I'm going to add a picture if you guys are watching on YouTube what a Wankel engine is. But basically, it uses like almost like a triangle-shaped rotation. Apparently, it, it means that the engines are able to last longer. It means that the performance output might be a little bit better, right? But Mazda... Definitely has a his has a history of, of having great performance vehicles, but also making very reliable reliable vehicles. In the in the last, I'd say, 
maybe eight eight years or so in the last eight or years so they've really come with a lot of reliable vehicles they also have the new sky active uh, engine and and uh, gasoline performance vehicles where you know you can really save on gas it's kind of a blend of like you know it's basically it's a hybrid type of situation or whatever but in 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 the last i'd say in the last because usually mazdas used to have a big issue with rust or not i'm not going to say all of them but a certain model, certain lines used to have a lot of rust issues, but in the last 10 years or so, maybe with the production and the quality, they've really stepped up and, you know, they, they've really, they've, they've really done really good with their, with their vehicles um, and all that, you know? So in terms of the options, if you guys are interested in getting a Mazda, right, depending on what your personal needs are, if you guys want a sports vehicle for them right now, the only real sports car that they are producing is the Mazda MX-5, which is basically the 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 updated version of the Miatas, the small little two-door. Uh, uh, sometimes it it comes in a coupe. Uh, sorry, um, uh, what do you call it? My God, I'm drawing a blank on the fucking thing that pulls the roof back. Uh, convert. It comes in a convertible or hardtop. Or I think the hardtop even does become a convertible as well. Um, you know, but it is the upgraded version. Now the thing is, Mazda used to make some very beasty cars in the RX version. They used to do the RX-7. The RX-8s, right? I remember the RX-8 was one of the ones that I was interested in getting in. But they discontinued that. Right now, their their main focus is um, the Mazda Miata, which is a great car if you can fit in it. I'll be honest. If you're a guy even my... I mean, <laughs> fuck being my size. But if you, if you are a taller gentleman, it might be hard. It might be a little bit of a tight squeeze. You know, but if you're looking for a very agile sports car, the Mazda Miata or the Mazda MX... Uh, fives are, are, are great. Uh, if you are getting a sedan, uh, they do have the Mazda threes, which is kind of their standard sedan. I think there is a bigger, I think Mazda six, but the Mazda threes are kind of the standard sedans that they have. I know a couple of guys that own them. Honestly, they're, they're great. They're, they, 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 they're, they're reliable, decent mileage on them, you know, and they had, they look pretty sleek too. They're they're you know, and all that stuff. So if you're going for a sedan, Mazda three, uh, SUV, they got the Mazda CX-9. I know there's another, I think it's CX-7 or something like that, but the CX-9 is their full, fully loaded out, fully, uh, fully sized, uh, SUV. Again, very uh, similar to the Mazda 3, very, very reliable, sturdy vehicle. Uh, if it comes to trucks, unfortunately, they don't really have any truck options. Um, but yeah, dude, Mazda, if you're looking for, uh, if you're looking for, I, I would say, of their opportunity, the Mazda 3 is probably the most reliable, one of the most reliable sedans you can get out there now. So if you're looking for reliability, uh, top of the game, you know, Mazda is definitely one to go with, you know. Uh, The next one on my list is Nissan or Nissan, depending on how, I don't know, Nissan, Nissan. Nissan, I think, is the British, the Nissan. And the Nissan, uh, but yeah, the Nissan, <laughs> the Nissan, Nissan uh, is actually the twelfth largest um, car manufacturer right now. Formerly, back in the sixties, uh, they used to be called Datsun. So if you if you ever heard like of a classic, because Datsuns had a lot of classic cars from back in the day. If you owned a Datsun, that was technically the precursor to the Nissan company, right? Uh, also, Nissan does have a luxury line, and they also own Infinity which we'll talk about later. So if you're looking for a Nissan, but want a little bit of class, step up to the infinity. 
Um, in terms of region, they are from Japan, and they were founded in 1933. And again, I think they were similar. They were doing like radios and stuff like that, and then eventually broke into the car market. Um, in terms of sports, they may have the best Japanese sports car, in my opinion. Uh, they have the Nissan GTR, aka the Godzilla. You know, technically, it's the evolution of the Nissan Skyline from back in the day. If you guys are fast and the furious folk, um, but the Nissan Skyline, I think it's also one. It had an amazing time, I think, at the Nuremberg. But the Nissan GTR is possibly one of the best Japanese sports car ever. You know. Uh, in terms of uh, sedans, they do have the Maxima. I know the Altima is a little bit smaller, but I think if you want a little bit more of a beefier, more of a, uh, you know, larger, large, if you, you know, getting around, then the, the Nissan Maxima is the way to go. Uh, in terms of their SUV, I, I think they have the Xterra, but I believe the best SUV in their class is the Pathfinder. Uh, a, a lot of p people put it in a similar range to like the Forerunner, but yeah, the truth is, Forerunner kicks its ass. But the Toyota Pathfinder is a decent, decent um, uh, uh, SUV. I think if you want something smaller, they got like the Nissan Rogues, uh, which, which is okay. You know, uh, I've heard people hit or miss on those. I think in recent years, they've done better, but some of the older versions had a lot of like electrical issues, right? Um, in terms of their trucks, they have the Frontier. Um, not my Nissan truck is not my go to. Uh, but I think because of the price range, it's decent, right? So yeah, dude, if you want Nissan personally, I mean, they got the king of sports, uh, you know, uh, the, you know, the G Nissan GTR, you know, and they have the, the, the Nismo badge as well for, for some of their other vehicles. But I think, uh, yeah, in terms of their sports car, if you want like a sporty Japanese car and you can afford it, dude, I remember when they first came out, the GTRs, I think were going for like. I want to say 75, 80,000. Now, I think just off the bat, you're looking at about 120, right? So, yeah, definitely, definitely pricey, you know? Uh, the next one is a giant, a giant in the manufacturing world because not only are they number one, but they're also number one. <laughs> I'm talking about Toyota, Toyota, obviously, Toyota from Japan. Uh, founded in 1937, they are currently the largest car manufacturer in the world. I think number two was Volkswagen because Volkswagen, they 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 have a lot of other titles under them as well. But um, yeah, Toyota is the number one car manufacturer in the world. Uh, you know, and they have a variety of products. I mean, you can get yourself a great sports car from them, or you could drive a little shitty Prius. You know. Listen, if you drive a Prius this late, listen, when the Prius first came out, people were getting to it because, yes, you know, it was electric, whatever you call it, and or hybrid, and you're doing good for the thing. But now there are so many better options, so many way better looking electric or hybrid vehicles that if, and guys, I don't want to hurt Toyota's Prius division, but. I mean, guys, there's way better looking, way better options than a Prius. You know, the only reason why you would get a Prius is because you're trying to prove a point. Maybe you're like a vegan, earth-loving. Maybe you're Greta. Who's that girl? Greta Trunchberg. The one, you know, the girl with 
what are, how dare you? How dare if you're that girl, right? Not, 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 there's nothing wrong with that. I just think it's a, it's a certain style, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know, guys. It's, if you're into Prius, get it, but you'd be getting the wrong vehicle. That being said, if you want to get into other Toyota options, uh, if you do want a sports, Right now, they brought back, and I, I love it because it was a great vehicle. They bought they brought back the GR Supra, the Toyota Supra, right? The, the, so the new Supras are back, updated, um, you know, all good to go. Uh, if you want a sedan, uh, I know they do the Corolla. It's a little bit of small, smaller, but I do believe their best sedan is the Camry. You know, a lot of taxi cab drivers drive Camrys because they don't give a fuck, but because they're also reliable. They're, they're very low maintenance. They, they they keep on ticking and, you know, they're, they're decently comfortable rides. So the Camry is a good way to go. Um, and then in terms of SUV, bar none, without a doubt, the best SUV in the game, one that I may actually want to get into if I can ever afford it, is the Toyota 4Runner. Uh, great off-road av- available uh, abilities. Um, and just really aggressive looking, which I love, right? And then they also have decent trucks. They they have the Tundra, which is the bigger one, but I believe their best truck actually is the Tacoma. You know, pretty much similar similar line as the uh, as the Toyota 4Runner, but uh, the Tacoma is 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 is, is uh, a little bit more aggressive in look. So you know, that's the way to go. So yeah, dude, if you want Toyota, I think per- particularly if you want like a truck or SUV. They may be the best Japanese. If you're looking for a Japanese SUV or truck option, uh, Toyota is your way to go. Guys, you know, they, they always say it. They always quote it. But there's a reason why these terrorists. <laughs> there's, there's a reason why you always look at like these videos of like, you know, people in the desert, people in the thing, and they're driving Toyota because they keep on ticking. They can take a beating, you know. So Toyota. Okay. Uh, the next one on my list is one of the first entries of a South Korean. I'm talking about Kia. Kia. Uh, they are actually under the umbrella. They are also owned by Hyundai, which we'll talk about later. But Kia from South Korea. That's a good rap. Kia from South Korea. Um, guys, I'm, I'm losing it. Uh, they were founded in 1944. Um, they are the 15th largest car manufacturer in the world. Uh, Hyundai actually bought Kia back in 1997. I think after that, that's when you started to, in North America particular, is when you started to see a lot of flocking them in. Like, you know, I remember early on, we started to see the Kia, the Soul. The Soul was like one of the first one. Not S-E-A-U-L, like the, the, the city, but like S-O-U-L, right? Kia Souls. Now, when they first came, I was a little like, they looked a little like, uh, they're just they're just little Honda Suzuki knop, knockoffs, right? But since then, Kia has exploded in terms of products, in terms of reliability uh, and, and, and all that. Uh, you know, if you're looking for a sports car version, right now, they recently really, I think in the last couple of years, they released it. But the their sports option is the Stinger, the Kia Stinger. I love the name. I've heard great reviews. Um, listen, there are obviously better sports cars, but if you're looking for a sporty, I believe it's a four-door too. Listinger is a way to go. Uh, in terms of their sedan, they do make the K5. Personally, not a fan of the design, but if you like it, 
you'll like it. And listen, Kia Kia's are starting to develop a really good track record. Uh, for their SUV, you can get the little baby soles, but I think uh, their their standard SUV, if you're looking for a full size, is the Sorento. You know, they don't do trucks, but there's that. So yeah, guys, I think Kia. If you're looking for a Korean vehicle, right, um, and something a little bit different, if you don't want to get the regular Toyota or Honda, Kia is going to be your best option to go with. You know. Ah, uh, the next one on my list is another giant, Honda. Honda, you know, uh, they do also own the the, uh, the uh, a little bit of a luxury. Not, I, I wouldn't really call it the luxury line, but they do have a little bit more of an updated line. If you want, you can also go into Acura. Acuras are also owned by Honda as well. Um, they are from Japan, founded in 1946. Uh, they are currently the fifth. Uh, largest car manufacturer in the world but honda is also known for a whole bunch they don't do just cars they also do motorcycles uh they also do tools they do lawnmowers they do generators and they're also even into robotics so honda really has their hands in a whole lot of things but they they have for the longest time proven to at one point and i, I think they still do the the reliability and the cost of their vehicles have been almost on, on, you know, have been superior, right? Um, if you are looking for a sports version in a Honda, uh, don't. <laughs> I'm joking. I, here's the thing. I, I usually rip on Hondas because to me, Hondas represent, uh, how can I say this? Hondas represent the everyday, the, the, the safe bet, the, the standard, the, uh, they're vanilla. They're the vanilla of the car world where it's like, you know what you're going to get. It's good. It's tested. It's reliable. It will get you a to B no problems. No question asked. Just sometimes it lacks a bit of je ne sais quoi balls, right? But they do have, if you're looking for a sports line, you could always get yourself a civic, but with the type R badge, I, I think those things are popping out like 300, 312 horsepowers. Listen, I'm, I'm going to be complete. I'm going to give credit where credit's due. If I went my 09 Mustang with a fucking current day type R Civic, it's kicking my ass. There's there's no doubt, right? So, yeah, if you're looking for, for, for a sports car, get the Civic with a type R. Uh, if you are looking for a sedan, I per, you can get the Civic regular, but I would, I would ball out and get the Accord. I've been in an Accord, very smooth ride, really good layout. Uh... I could still kick its ass. <laughs> uh, in the SUV, they do have the Pilot, the Honda Pilot, which also is selling pretty well. And in the truck, they have the Ridge Line. Not a big fan of the Ridge Line. It's a little bit too much fluff, not enough. Uh, I think if you're looking for like a city pickup truck, it might do the job. But if you're looking, if you, no, I don't think too many people are, are using the Ridge Line as a work truck, right? So, but if you, if you, if you want it, the Ridge Line is the way to go, you know? So, Honda, guys, Honda. I mean, again, uh, one of the top, I would say definitely in the top three for today's list, but um, reliable. Honda and reliability go in hand hand. Uh, the next one on my list is Subaru. Subaru. For the longest time, I thought they were Australian because Paul Hogan was their, was their uh, spokesperson. But nope, Subaru is from, oh, fuck, wait up. My thing, guys. 
Oh, hold on. My lights. I think my battery on my system is starting to die. Oh, here we go. Here we go. One more, one more, one more. All right. There we go. There we go. I think we're back in business, guys. Um, Yeah, dude. What do you call? When it comes to Subaru, uh, they were founded in 19... 1953 1953 uh the subaru basically all of their cars all of their all, all of their lines they're basically they they've they most of them are four-wheel drive a lot of their vehicles are designed for off-roading abilities uh or 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 you know winter snow and all that stuff you know they're currently the 23rd largest manufacturer in the world uh, they're also one of the few uh, Japanese and fewest companies that offer boxer engines. For those that don't know, boxer engines are basically flat. Normally V engines, like a V8, V12, or like pistons are kind of going at an angle at each other. Boxers are a little bit side. Again, I'm not a mechanic, guys. Some people find that the boxer engines are easier to work on. They also find that maybe the output is a little bit greater. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, a lot of Subarus, all-wheel drives. And you know what? Here's a little inside tip. You talk to a lot of mechanics. I remember I used to work at a Harley dealership, and I've been to a lot of dealerships. A lot of technicians, a lot of mechanics love Subaru, right? Which says something. Easy to work on and probably very low maintenance, right? You know, if you, if you guys are ever wanting to question, hey, what car should I go into? Don't just go on a YouTube video and watch a guy talking about a podcast, okay? Sometimes go and go to the dealers. Go to dealerships. See what they're driving. How many times have I been to like a Ford dealership? And then I go look at the employee parking lot. It's like, you know, Toyotas, right? That being said, a lot of Ford guys drive Ford pickup trucks. Because the Ford pickup trucks are really good. But no one's driving a Mustang, um but yeah dude the subaru is great now here's the thing if you guys want options if you guys are looking for a sporty uh rear wheel drive option they do have the brz which is very similar to the 86 or uh fuck scion the the scion that came out a few years ago but basically it's a two-door coupe very small very fast very quick i've had guys tell me it's, it's a great car uh if you are looking for a sedan they do the standard Impreza, which, you know, and all that stuff. Um, personally, I would get the WRX, which is like their off-road four-wheel drive. Or if you want something a little bit not, because the the W the Impreza kind of has, they either do the hatchback or it kind of looks a little like off-road. It basically looks like a rally car. But if you want something that kind of has a little bit more conservative lines design, you could always go with the Legacy right uh and then if you want their suv it's not really a full-sized suv it's more of a crossover but their forester has been has a proven track record of being reliable and get you through almost any kind of weather uh truck options they don't have any jesus christ i think my guys i think my battery my lights are starting to die how many percentage is my fucking thing 59 percent. it should be able to charge that shit but yeah guys fuck it i'm just gonna keep turning these lights on and off no matter what here we go we're back again i'm just gonna have to oh what oh oh we're dying you know uh subaru guys subaru fuck it we're gonna we're gonna do the rest of it in the dark 
we're falling apart. Uh, but yeah, guys, Subaru, in terms of options, if you're looking for a Japanese vehicle that can basically get you through any types of weather, any type of terrain, uh, Subaru is going to be your top bet. Okay. Uh, the next one on my list is one of the top Korean guys uh, is Hyundai. They also have a luxury line, which is Genesis, and they also own Kia as well. Uh, based in South Korea, uh, they were f- uh, founded in 1967. Uh, they are currently the 10th largest manufacturer uh, in the world. You know, uh, what else do I know about them? Uh, the Hondas, look, if you guys want a sports option, they have the Elantra N, which is a kind of a sports package. Personally, don't like the look of it, but if you're going to go Hyundai and you want sports, that's an option. Sedan, they have the Sonata, right? Uh, and then their SUV, which is t- pretty popular, it's kind of a crossover size, uh, is the um, the Santa Fe. There is a Tucson, which is a little bit smaller, but the Santa Fe is the one to go with. Trucks, they do not offer any option. But yeah, guys, when it comes to Hyundai, maybe not, I, I, depending. Some people think Kia's bigger, whatever. But Honda has been, a, I don't know, I, I, I don't know, but I think Honda is, is, is <sighs> I, I think in the South Korean, they might be the best, but overall, they, I don't, I, I wouldn't put them in the, they make, well, they're obviously making the top 10, but yeah, I don't know if they're my go-to guys. I don't know if, if they're my go-to, you know, uh, the next one on my list guys is Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi. Now, Mitsubishi, uh, Mitsubishi, I'm just going to, guys, I'm just going to fuck around with this light. Uh, Mitsubishi is from Japan, founded in 1970. Uh, they are, what do you call, uh, they originally, Mitsubishi is kind of like, uh, they, they, they're, they're more into like trucks and heavy equipment vehicles rather than everyday driving vehicles. But for a long while, they did a lot of off-roading too, right? Um, they did a lot of Evos. And all that stuff. Um, a lot of people don't. And rally racing and all that stuff. Um, one of their big fucking sponsors. Or not sponsors. But they're one of their big uh, uh, spokespersons. Is Jackie Chan. You know. What goes better than a Mitsubishi and Jackie Chan? Nothing. <laughs> you know. But uh, recently though. I've been looking at their inventory. And, uh, and what they offer. At least in Canada. Maybe it's different in Japan. And, and, and all that stuff. But currently, uh, when it comes to their sports option, they don't really have anything anymore. They used to offer the Evo Lancer, which was a great rally vehicle in the same realm as like a Subaru WRX, but they don't offer that anymore. Um, In terms of sedans, they don't really have it. They do have a compact vehicle, which is the Mirage. (sighs) Not really a fan of it. It's basically like a smart car on steroids. They do have the the SUVs. They have the two options. I believe it's the RVR, which is their smaller, or their full size, which is the Outlander. You know, so again, I don't know what's happening with Mitsubishi. What what their plan is? I know a lot of companies and automotive have des- decided to slimline their 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 inventory. Like I know Ford used to have a whole, offer a whole bunch. Now it's basically just the pickup trucks, the the, the Mustangs. And all that stuff. So I, I I don't know, but yeah, Mitsubishi. Um, if you can get yourself on a Lancer, old school Lancer, they're great. In terms of their new stuff, nothing really exciting in my opinion. Uh, you know, the RVR maybe for a city SUV if you if you're about that life. You know, uh, 
the next one on my list is the higher end Toyota. If you want a rich, rich Toyota, I'm talking about Lexus. Lexus, owned by Toyota, also Japan. Um, basically, Lexus was created back in the day to rival Honda's F1 racing, uh, but also offer a luxury line because the Toyotas, a lot of them were, 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 were economy vehicles, but they really wanted to create a thing, especially for foreign markets, to ball out, right? And right now, Lexuses are one of the, the the premium fucking Japanese vehicles, and 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 you know um, luxury vehicles you can get out there, right? You know, in terms of their options, uh, also Lexus was founded in 1989. But in terms of their options, you got yourself the LC. I think it's the LFA, but basically the LC 500. You know, a really great sports looking car. Um. Yeah, dude, it 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 it. it I think I think it's starting at a hundred, hundred and five, for the LCs, right? Uh, and then you got the sedan, which is the LS five hundreds, and then they also have the uh, SUV, which is the LX six hundred. My issue with the Lexus was that I've never really like. <sighs> My issue with the Lexus was it was always in the same realm as a Beamer, Mercedes, or Audi. But knowing that it's connected Toyota, I was always like, eh, it's just it's just a high-end Toyota. But the truth is, you're gonna get the performance level of like a high-grade German vehicle, but with the reliability of a Japanese Toyota, right? So the smart money is actually if you're gonna go into that realm, get a Lexus. And this is coming from a guy who drives a fucking 09 Mustang, right? So yeah, guys, if you want, if you guys want luxury, but also fucking usually luxury and reliability don't match, you know, Rolls Royce. Nope. Jaguar. Nope. But if you want, if you want, if you want, uh, um, yeah, luxury and reliability, Lexus is your top dog, man. It's your top dog. You know, uh, the next one on my list and last one for today is the infinity Infinity, which is the parent, uh, which is owned by Nissan. It's the luxury line of Nissan, again from Japan, founded in 1989. Uh, they offer, if you're looking for uh, a sports option, they got the Q60 Coupe, which basically used to be the upgraded version of the G35. I've driven that personally. Uh, for the sedan, they got the Q50, uh, and then for the SUV, the QX80. No trucks because rich people don't drive trucks. Um, but yeah, dude, Infinity originally was created to rival Lexus uh, and Acura in terms of like offering luxury uh, lines. Uh, uh, they also uh, are, are are tied with, uh, they have a history in F1 racing uh, right now. You know, uh, Red Bull, which is the champions right now, is, is I think they have an Infinity engine in them. I think it's a blend between Infinity and I forget who, you know. But yeah, dude, Infinity, uh, definitely in terms of, you know, reliability you're getting from the Nissan, but luxury as well. Um, I mean, guys, uh, the Infinity G35 was basically a skyline with a little bit of class, right? Um, but in terms of their stuff now, guys, it's just ridiculously like, dude, they're expensive. They're ridiculous, right? But if you want, again, it's kind of in a blend. If you want luxury and reliability, how you go with an infinity, right? Personally, of the luxury lines, I would go with Lexus. 
but I think the 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 looks of the infinities are just a little bit more classier. So uh, to each their own, right? So before I pick, I just want to mention uh, other lines. Obviously, I've been talking about there's there's Acura, which is the luxury line of Honda. There is Suzuki, a couple of cars, but to be honest, the reliability has gone down. Not as popular as they they are anymore. Uh, they got the Genesis, which is basically the Honda's luxury line. Um, out of China, you got a company called SAIC, S-A-I-C, Tata Motors Limited, and then Build Your Dreams, and I've driven one of their buses. So Build Your Dreams, if you, if you guys want a bus. Uh, there's Zuzu, and then Scion. I think Zion's, Scions are, are discontinued, but or maybe they're not. So yeah, guys, those are the options. Uh, look, off the bat... Toyota, without a doubt, number one in the biggest in the market and a great line of products. Toyota is definitely on the list for top three, right? I would say the one with the most balls, most, uh, I would say like, if you want a little bit more like performance, I got to put Subarus there. A lot of technicians love them. Their reliability, they're great to work on. They can get you through more. I, I would say they're they're more performance in terms of inclement weather. Weather, so I got to go with the Subaru. And then in terms of a luxury line, as much as even though I've driven the Infinities, I got to say Lexus. So yeah, guys, I know Toyota and Lexus. Hey, they're brother sister. But of the top three, I got to put Toyota, Lexus, and Subaru. I was thinking about Mazda, but the, the reliability in the last couple of years has definitely pumped them up. But if I had to pick the best Asian car brand, and I know the Hondas also, guys, people are like, hey, what about the Honda, the Honda Civic, the Honda? Well, the truth is, in terms of reliability, in terms of large size, Look, because because there are other luxury lines like Beamers and there's a whole bunch of luxury options, I'd, I'd say the Lexus, may, may you, you may have other options. So I may not go with the Lexus off the bat. Now, between Subaru and Toyota, yes, Subarus are probably more fun. But guys, you can't beat the off-roading of like a 4Runner. So that's why, guys, the best Asian brand car brand company is toyota it's toyota their, their cars are still kicking even the old ones they're great so yeah guys if you if you guys want the best asian car brand and i'm going to be completely honest and biased i think my next car brand is going to be a toyota i've been looking at the fucking uh fj cruisers because i know they're holding their value but if if you guys want a reliable and 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 you know proven track record asian vehicle get yourself a toyota you know so guys that's the best things in life podcast i've been kevin amoki uh don't forget to like comment subscribe do all that social media stuff and remember in the words of a, fa a very famous asian driver <laughs>